Well met. You are listening to the Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. And you're joining us halfway through my set review for Fractured in Ultrac Valley. If you haven't listened to part one, that's fine. You can listen to this one first. Just be sure to go back and look for episode one for full details. We took a much-needed break, but we're back here for episode, let's call it 220B, and we'll name another one 220A. Uh, they're companions just doing the uh, review of the card sets. So let's uh, go ahead and jump right in. So we stopped after Priests. Let's move into the Rogue cards. Contraband Sash is a rare 5-mana spell. Replay 5 cards from other classes that you've played this game. I'm not really sure about this one. It's one that I will try to play something uh, meme-tastic with it. Uh, and playing five cards for free is generally a good thing, as we saw with uh, the um, Mage's Prime. I'm not sure on this one. Five cards that uh, get replayed, or up to five cards, I guess uh, it would be, uh, is really strong, as we've seen with the Solarian Prime um, previously. Uh, and for five mana, though, Rogues tries to stay away from those and either go Miracle or other. Uh, but maybe we'll see uh, a uh, Thief Rogue again. Next up is the Double Agent. He's a common three mana, three, three, with a battle cry. If you're holding a card from another class, summon a copy of this. So we see immediate support for the Contraband. Um, three mana, three, three is pretty good. Uh, you'll likely have the hand that could take advantage of it. So we'll just have to see how much more support it's going to get in this meta. Wild Paul Knoll is a rare five mana four five with rush. Costs one less for each card you've added to your hand from another class. So it's definitely seeing a trend here just on the first few cards. Uh, just re remember we're doing kind of a blind react to these. Uh, so I haven't really done a overall review for each class. Maybe that'll be a way we can do it next time though. But back to the Knoll. That seems really strong. Five mana is a little bit tight for a four or five, but it will almost always be reduced because you're playing a deck that's built around having cards from another cast. But we've seen how the gnolls can be powerful in the Quest Warlock uh, build, so having this uh, available always at a reduced cost um, seems pretty good and should see some play, assuming that that archetype makes it. Reconnaissance is a common two-mana spell. Discover a Death Rattle minion from another class. It costs two less. Yeah, I think we're just headed down a row of uh, mostly support for the same thing. It's one that has always appealed to me as the Thief Rogue, um, a little bit more so than the Thief Priest. But um, yeah, kind of looking forward to how this is going to shake up what the Rogues are already doing uh, really well. Cold Tooth Yeti is a three-mana 1-5 with combo gain plus three attack. So... Uh, turn four, even turn two with a coin, you can get this out as a four or five for three. Uh, again, I think that is pretty darn good. The Lobotomizer is an epic two mana two two weapon uh, with honorable kill. Get a copy of the top card of your opponent's deck. So this one might be a little bit trickier. You might not get the synergies with the other things because your opponent could be playing rogue as well. So I don't think you'll see it much outside of a uh, deck built around having cards from different classes though you may see a little bit of dabbling in it for just an extra card along with the foreshadowing of what's coming from your opponent Serathine fleet hunter is a legendary five mana five five with a battle cry replace your minions in hand and deck with ones from other classes they cost two less 
seems pretty good there. Uh, you could get a lot of free stuff uh, having them cost two less. But again, I see this only in decks built around the Thief Rogue archetype. Forsaken Lieutenant is an epic 2-mana two 2-2 two with stealth. After you play a Death Rattle minion, become a 2-2 two two copy of it with Rush. I'd have to look up what uh, other Death Rattles Rogue has to make it, make this one shine. I guess this will be okay uh, as a, just a 2-2. Two two. Uh, you probably won't see a whole lot of it because I'm not sure what it's trying to do. Maybe just get down some... So it'll be dependent on having some Death Rattles that really matter uh, and then keeping him alive for long enough to become one of them. Shadowcaster Scavs is next. It's a hero card, seven mana. Um, with a battle cry, return all minions to their owner's hands. Summon two four two shadows with stealth. So you're returning everything to hand and getting the extra value. Um, his new hero power then will be Slate of Hand. Uh, next card you play this turn costs two less. So more reduction, uh, which Rogue is already decent at. So um, I obviously think that the hero powers are going to get a lot of play. And uh, expect to see scabs everywhere. And finally for Rogue, we have Snowfall Graveyard. It's a rare three-mana spell. Your Death Rattles trigger twice, lasts three turns. That's kind of an interesting one. I guess that this the, this one and Scabs may prompt someone to put together a Death Rattle Rogue, uh, which isn't a t an archetype that we've seen a whole lot in the Hearthstone's history. But if you can keep a handful and get those triggered, then maybe there's something there. I'm just not really seeing it. Uh, don't see what you'd take out of existing decks. Don't think that Death Rattle Rogue is really going to be a thing again. Next up is Shaman. First, we have Frostbite, a two mana common frost spell. Heal three damage. The honorable kill, your opponent's next spell costs two more. Does that mean we'll eventually be seeing a Frost Shaman that uh, they seem to give a little bit of support to here and there? Um, but nothing in, that's been enough to play it in uh, standard or, or on ladder in general. Maybe more so used in the wild format where there is a bit more support uh, for that archetype. I'm going to guess that we're going to see a lot more that are complementary like we had the rogue the archetype. Maybe this is a new archetype they're hoping for. Next up is Glaciate. It's a six mana rare spell. Discover an eight cost minion. Summon and freeze it. And it's a frost spell. There we go. Next card is also support for a frost shaman. I'm guessing now by the end of this we'll think that that's a good archetype, or at least one that they want us to try. Maybe even one of the pre-constructed decks that they've been dabbling with. Sleet Breeder is a rare 2-mana 3-2 elemental with a battle cry of add a wind chill to your hand. And the wind chill is a 1-cost frost spell that lets you freeze a minion and draw a card. Now that, I think, is pretty good. It, it has synergies with the elemental shaman uh, and also the frost, so maybe a good combination of the above. Next up is Snowfall Guardian. He's a common 5-mana 3-3 elemental with a battle cry, freeze all other minions, gain plus 1, plus 1 for each frozen minion. So it's important to note that that uh, includes itself. So everything getting frozen, I think we are going to see some people dabbling in this uh, new Frost Shaman. I still don't think it's going to be a top-tier deck, but it should be a lot of fun to play. Wild Paw Cavern is a rare 4-mana spell. At the end of your turn, summon a 3-4 elemental that freezes, lasts 3 turns. So this one holds it together, gives you minions every turn, for 3 turns anyway. That's really not bad for 4 mana. You might even see it creep into an elemental deck or something like that, just to keep having elementals. 
Wind Chill, we've talked about before. It's one mana frost spell, freeze a minion, draw a card. It's also its own card, not just one that's that's picked up by other cards. So, um, yeah, I can't see anything wrong with this card at all. One mana, draw a card, and all the only thing you have to do is freeze a minion. You can freeze your opponent's minions. This will be in every every shaman deck, I think. Cheaty Snowballed is an epic three mana, three four. After an enemy is frozen, deal three damage to it. Not much to say other than what I've said before. Maybe they are fully committed to bringing us uh, the elemental frost shaman. And it's a good cost per the stats that it has. Brucon of the Elements is the hero power for shaman. It's eight mana with a battle cry. Call upon the power of two elementals. So his hero power becomes call upon a different element every turn. And the element the uh, element cards are Earth Invocation, which is a zero-cost spell. Summon two, two, three elementals with Taunt. Water Invocation is a two-mana, two-three with Taunt, Earthen Guardian. The Fire is a Fire Invocation. It deals six damage to the enemy hero for zero. Lightning Invocation just restores six health to all friendly characters. Swaps each turn. The Water Invocation. Invocation is uh, restore six health to all friendly characters, swaps each turn, two mana. I see this being really strong in duels, actually. Um, but because you get two of the, those powers uh, initially, then you, your hero power changes to command one of those elementals as well. Uh, it's pretty good um, thinking that it'll make both of the archetypes that we've been talking about for Shaman, the elementals and the frost. But let's be honest, more of the elementals. Snowball Fight is an epic 3-mana Frost spell. Deal 1 damage to a minion and freeze it. If it survives, repeat this on another minion. I'm guessing that you get to direct it because it just has it repeat, but may hit random minions. This may be one that I'll have to go back and watch the reveal stream for. And Baron Glacier is a 7-mana 6-6 Legendary Elemental with a battle cry. For each Frost spell you've cast this game, summon a 3-4 Elemental that freezes. That feels like a really big payoff for just 7 mana. So definitely see that in your Frost Shaman. Moving on to Warlock. First up, we have the Fellwalker. He's a common 6-mana 3-7 Demon with Taunt and battle cry. Cast the highest cost fell, fell spell from your hand. I did see this one because Old Emo Dave had a TikTok about it. I didn't think at the time there's enough support for it in Standard. I still don't, but it'll definitely be something. You'll have more fell spells that you can take advantage of that when you go into Wild or even Duels. I think this will be pretty powerful again. The Desecrated Graveyard is a rare three mana spell. At the end of your turn, destroy your lowest attack minion to summon a 4-4 Shade. Lasts for three turns. So that could be a pretty good for like a zoo archetype, which has kind of fallen out of fashion in favor of demons and the quest. Full Blown Evil is a rare three mana spell spell. Uh, full Blown Evil deals five damage randomly split among all enemy minions. Repeater, repeatable this turn. This definitely feels like removal, and I think it does have a place in getting rid of because it only targets your enemy minions. So I, this could slide right into a quest deck, maybe replacing some of the lesser forms of removal. The Grave Defiler is a 1-mana 2-1 common minion uh, with a battle cry, copy a fell spell in your hand. Similarly to the other, I'm not sure how much of these are going to be fell, uh, but 
It's only going to be as good as those tools are available. And with the power level of Warlock right now, I think it's in a pretty good place where it doesn't really need a third archetype. And if you're not playing the deck around this a little bit, then you could end up getting nothing from him. It's the same as philosophy, I guess. Regardless, he's low enough cost that if it can consistently give you another fell spell, it's going to be really great. Seeds of Destruction is a rare two-mana fell spell. Shuffle four rifts into your deck. They summon a 3-3 Dread Imp when drawn. Other cards have attempted to do this in the past, and it hasn't really worked out so great. But since we are getting some fell support in this, I think that we'll see it actually played as yet another archetype for the Warlocks. Fellfire in the Hole is an epic 5-mana fell spell. Draw a spell and deal 2 damage to all enemies. If it's a spell, deal 1 more. Really makes you think they're trying to push a whole bunch of new archetypes that usually you don't get uh, with, with the last expansion in a cycle. Sacrificial Summoner is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three, uh, epic card. Battlecry, destroy a friendly minion, summon a minion from your deck that costs one more. It's a bit of a jump. I don't think that the Necromancer Warlock has really worked out very well in the past, but um, if, if you know what's in your deck, you can make that work to your advantage. But I don't think it's going to be played very often. It's just too conditional, and you usually want to keep your minions on the board, especially with the big ones. Tamsin's Phylactery is a 4-mana shadow spell. Discover a friendly death rattle minion that died this game and give your minions its, its death rattle. I'm trying to think of what the Warlock usually uses for death rattles, so since I'm struggling to see a deck that could take great advantage of this, um, I'm sure that someone will prove me wrong. I just feel it's not that great of a card, at least for a legendary. Dreadlich Tamsin is a hero card. So it's legendary, six mana, battle cry, deal three damage to all minions, shuffle three rifts into your deck, and draw three cards. This means you can draw those rifts uh, on the same turn that you play this. Uh, each of those are, as a reminder, they cast when drawn and are summoned a 3-3 Dread Imp. And the hero power is Chains of Dread, which shuffles a rift into your deck and you draw a card. So you get some really great synergy with itself. I think this is going to be good for Zoo. The Hollow Abomination is a common 5-mana 2-8 with the battle cry, deal 1 damage to all enemy minions. Honorable kill is gain that minion's attack. That'll be fun for smashing some totems, or paladin dudes, or druid squirrels, but not so great against other compositions, just because it's going to be hard to make hard to get real value out of it. And it's a bit too expensive for uh, just being a 5-slot against other decks. Warrior is the last of the classes that we'll go through before the neutrals. And we'll start it off with Axe Berserker. He's a common 4-mana 3-5 with Rush and Honorable Kill to draw a weapon. Having Rush is pretty big on this one, uh, but not having a pirate tag is a little bit slow for the pirate compositions that we've been seeing from Warrior. But it does have Rush, so there's some utility there. I think that this will be good in duels as well, where there are a few treasure weapons that are really great to draw early. The Glory Chaser is a common 3-mana 4-3. After you play a Taunt Minion, draw a card. Definitely has some utility. Could bring back more of a control-style warrior like we were seeing at the end of the last meta. Um, and really good stats for the cost. So uh, so yeah, in a control-slash-taunt warrior, this will definitely see play. Iceblood Garrisons, a 2-mana rare spell. At the end of your turn, deal 1 damage to all minions. Lasts for 3 turns. 
So kind of a delayed, but still part of the control package. I think that this can, could see a little bit and help clear out some of those rough uh, taunts that typically get in the way of Warriors plans. But it's not as good as some others. So I'm kind of iffy on this one. We'll see play over the ones that you have a little bit more control of uh, for removal. Shield Shatter is a rare 10-mana Frost spell. Deal 5 damage to all minions, cost 1 less for each armor you have. So board clear, um, even bigger board clear in duels. Um, definitely you'll see play on the wild side as well. Uh, not sure that how much you'll be able to get, how much armor you'll be able to get to reduce that to where you want it to go. Uh, and since it kills all your minions too... Um, Kind of a last-ditch effort. Not sure that this was going to see play either. There's, there, there's removal at a cheaper price and uh, a little bit more targeted. So I don't see this one uh, seeing play in standard, though, although with lots of armor gain and, like I said, duels and uh, wild, definitely going to be part of their package. To the front is a rare two-mana spell. Your minions cost two less this turn, but not less than one. Not really sure where this one fits, though. Maybe lets you play your pirates a little bit faster and uh, get the quests completed. May also be used in a control warrior to get big taunts down or taunts down earlier. But I'm skeptical, especially since you're basically just replacing the card uh, with a cheaper minion. So you want to play at least two to get value out of it. And I'm not seeing where you'll get two that can be played outside of some fringe decks or pirates. But I'm not sure you want to take out some pirates uh, to put this in either. Scrapsmith is a common 3-mana 2-4 with taunt. And Battlecry, add 2-2-4 grunts with taunt to your hand. So they're looking to slow down the game a little bit for Warriors. Again, fits in a nice control deck uh, where you can protect yourself with taunts all day. And it gives you two more taunts from there. So uh, definitely going to see a lot of play and solidify the control warrior uh, as a viable option. Ryokara the Valorous is a legendary hero, um, seven manas. Uh, Battlecry, equip a 5-2 unstoppable force. And the unstoppable force is a seven mana legendary weapon, 5-2. Uh, After you attack a minion, smash it into the enemy hero. So that sounds like it's going to be a fun animation at least, so that's good enough use reason to use it. And that's even before we talk about the new hero power, which is deal two damage, honorable kill, gain four armor. So you're dealing some extra damage direct from uh, your hero to get over their taunts and things. So I like this a lot. Captain Galvangar is a legendary six mana, six, six with the battle cry. If you have gained 15 or more armor this game, gain plus three, plus three in charge. That's nine coming to your face. So you can even get that with your hero power alone, but there's enough other things that have generated armor. So this won't be in every deck, but it's going to be pretty close. Frozen Buckler is an epic two mana frost spell. Gain 10 armor. At the start of your next turn, lose five armor. And we were just looking at where you get armor from. This gets you there the whole way. Two mana for 10 armor is also really good. So you might just drop that and Captain Galvangar uh, for a really easy nine to the face. Snowed In is an epic 3-mana Frost spell. Destroy a damaged minion and freeze all other minions. So this does freeze your own minions, but this is a control for sure. Slow everyone else down to your pace and uh, the taunts can take over. And finally, we're off to Neutrals. And we'll start with the Blood Guard. He's a 5-mana common 
four seven. Whenever this minion takes damage, give your minions plus one attack. Now that's what I'm talking about for a five mana cost. It's definitely going to be big in the token matches and can be really good in any minion based deck. I think this is going to be seen a lot in the both standard and wild meta. I think it'll be prominent in a taunt warrior or something like that too, that you really want to get those attack values up and it helps himself get bigger. So good stuff here. Next up is the Bunker Sergeant. He's a common three mana two four with a battle cry. If your opponent has two or more minions, deal one damage to all enemy minions. It seems pretty efficient at the th as a three drop and could potentially see some play if you're expecting a meta full of one cost or one health uh, minions. Uh, but not sure if it really makes the cut over some other uh, three drop. Same for the Dire Wolf Commander, which is a common three mana two five with honorable kill, summon a two two wolf with stealth. You might get a couple of those off and that's really great value. Um, so we probably will see people experimenting with this, but I'm not sure how often they're going to be able to get the honorable kill. I'm still kind of hesitant about that particular me mechanic. The Frantic Hippogriff is a common 5-mana 3-7 beast with Rush and Honorable Kill gain Wind Fury. We've seen some recent examples when Wind Fury has been a really good thing. You just have to make sure that you set it up correctly. That said, I think 5-mana is a little bit slow, but it might be good for druids or hunters that are going on the beast strategy. Frostwolf Warmaster is a rare 4-mana 3-3 that costs one less for each card you've played this turn. Maybe in a quest pally where you have a lot of one cost cards, but even then it looks a little bit slow for that particular deck. So I'm just not sure where you're going to see him show up. Moving on to the Gangster. It's a common two mana 4-2 with stealth. After your opponent plays a minion, attack it. While four attack is really good for a two cost card, I, your opponent being able to control uh, who it's attacking may end up being the big enough downside that it doesn't see play. You might see some people tinkering with it because that is really great stats for the two mana. Uh, but there's other two mana uh, things that I'd probably rather see. The Herald of Lakalar. He's a common four mana three five with battle cry draw a frost spell. So we've seen frost show up in Hunter and Shaman and Warrior. Uh, we obviously have some frost spells in Mage as well. So this guy could be really good at 3-5 uh, at a 4-drop that gets you a, a tutor is really good. We'll see this one for sure. Humongous Owl is a common 7-mana 8-4 beast with death rattle deal 8 damage to a random enemy. I put this one on my interesting list. It doesn't have enough health to really make it too intimidating, so it would probably get played around with, but you're going to take out some minions along the way. And if you can clear their board and then uh, get the death rattle uh, effect, then that's straight to the face. That's how we like it. It's a beast as well, so druid and hunter uh, may experiment with it a bit too. But ultimately, it might just end up being too slow. Uh, we are getting coming out of an aggro meta, and if it slows down enough, this would be a lot of fun to play. Because um, random's always fun, right? Ice Revenant is a common 4-mana four 4-5 four, elemental. When you cast a frost spell, gain plus two, plus two. Obviously thinking now of shaman um, for the most part, but mages that want to start incorporating some minions again might also find it appealing. But it's good stats for a four mana uh, minion and, and it can get better over time by uh, casting frost spells. 
should be interesting. Maybe not meta-breaking, but definitely big monsters. I haven't checked, but I'm going to guess that there's an achievement for getting this to a certain size. Ice Hoof Protector is a common 6-mana 210 with Taunt and Freeze any character damaged by this minion. Again, we're looking at the Frost Packages. Uh, Warrior has a little bit splashed in. They, this might fit in their, their Taunt decks uh, pretty well, too. Uh, but Elemental Shaman or Frost Shaman definitely were my first thoughts. The Iron Deep Trog is a rare 1-mana one 1-2. One After your opponent casts a spell, summon a copy of this. So this is going to be a hardwood for those uh, spell-heavy decks to get around. If that is what the meta holds, then this will be a good card. If it doesn't, then it's dead against most other um, most other decks in the meta. Cobalt Taskmaster is a rare 3-mana 2-4 with a battle cry. Add two armor scraps to your hand that give plus 2 health to a minion. And the armor scrap is a 1-mana plus 2 to health to a minion. I can see this in a Miracle Rogue or something that gets another bonus for casting spells, but I don't really see this overall as uh, seeing much play. Korak the Blood Rager. Like the name, it's a legendary 4-mana 3-5 with a death rattle. If this wasn't honorably killed, resummon Korak. So you have to be careful of attacking it to make sure that you get it timed for the honorable kill. I it's worth a dabble just at the at that spot. It's decent stats, and you have the high upside if it can be killed in opposite ways. But he seems pretty good to me. Legionnaire is a common 6-mana 9-3 with Death Rattle. Give all minions in your hand plus 2 plus 2. They definitely give you the incentive to kill it off uh, by making it only 3 health. And unfortunately, uh, other than hand buff paladin, I can't see anyone who might even stick this in. It's just a little bit too high of a cost. Uh, although if it does stick and you get an attack out of it, that's all the better. It's a little too slow for that, I think. The piggyback imp is a common three mana four one demon with a dem with a death rattle. Summon a four one imp, so it basically resurrects himself, but only once. Reflecto Engineer is a common 3-mana 2-4 with the battle cry, swap the attack and health of all minions in both players' hands. This seems like a fun one to try to get off, so I'd put this in the meme category. I don't think it'll be that useful. Maybe in an aggro priest or taunt warrior, perhaps. Lots of fun shenanigans that you can have with this one. Uh, he might actually even be good enough to see play uh, if we find a lot of taunt warriors or things like that, that if you can swap them to a lower health total, uh, it's a lot easier to take out the big guys and taunts. The Ram Commander is a common 2-mana two 2-2 two, two with a battle cry, add two 1-1 one, one rams with rush to your hand. And the Battle Ram is just a 1-mana cost 1-1 one, one beast with rush. So maybe in a beast, so maybe we're looking back at the beast compositions for Druid and Hunter, and this may fit in to their strategy. And it'll be great in duels with a few of... Uh, the treasures that are available. Snowblind Harpy is a rare 3-mana three 3-4, three so good stats for the cost, and a battle cry if you're holding a frost spell, gain 5 armor. Seems like that's trying to be a warrior card, but fortunately we have it available to the other mage and shaman that it'll probably see a fair amount of play. Stormpike Marshal is a rare 4-mana 2-6 with taunt. If you took 5 or more damage on your opponent's turn, it only costs 1. This works in a lot of different scenarios. The one that I'm kind of thinking is, of course, the Taunt Warrior. Though I'm not really sure that there's synergies there because it's uh, 
special ability is dependent upon your opponent, and you really want to be blocking all of that with your taunt minions. The Stormpike Quartermaster is a common 2-mana two 2-2. Two two. After you cast the spell, give a random minion in your hand, plus 1, plus 1. We'll see in the hand buff pally for sure. I don't know that anything else could really take advantage of that. Maybe, uh, again, the warrior, the taunt warrior, I mean. I actually think a lot of classes will find a way to play with this guy. He seems pretty solid for his cost and effect. The Tower Sergeant is a common 4-mana four 4-4 four, four with a battle cry. If you control at least two other minions, gain plus 2, plus 2. So this is oftentimes going to be a 4-mana 6-6. Six, six, uh, just for having a bunch of minions, probably the beast comps will let you play this. And it's not so expensive that later in the game you can get that effect, along with a couple of cheap minions, like in a quest paladin or a beast uh, hunter or druid. And it seems one that it will be easy to swap out in your favorite minion-based decks. So some play, but not a ton. The Troll Centurion is a common 8-mana eight 8-8 eight, eight with Rush and Honorable Kill. Deal 8 damage to the enemy hero. It's probably going to be really difficult to pull off the Honorable Kill because you have so much attack on this guy. Uh, but an 8-8 eight, eight with, with Rush is nothing to sneeze at. And it will be something that your opponents will have to deal with sooner than later. The Sneaky Scout is a common 2-mana 3-2 with stealth and honorable kill. Your next hero power costs 0. This one's probably a, an easy enough one to get the honorable kill on. There's lots of ways that you can position yourself to make that happen. And just for stats on board, it's okay. So it might still be worth using. Maybe even as a hero power mage, because that would be pretty killer. Corporal is a common 2-mana two 2-3 two, with honorable kill. Give your other minions divine shield. I've often thought that divine shield is... A little bit overpowered, and to be able to give it to your whole board is really great for a lot of different minions-based decks, like the new Quest Pally. And honestly, I kind of see this as a decent early drop for Battlegrounds. I know it's probably not going to go there, but that's kind of where I thought his real power would shine. Frozen Mammoth is an epic 4-mana 6-7. This is frozen until you cast a fire spell. And it's a beast, so it'll probably make an appearance as a decent statted cost. Just have to find the fire spells to take the full advantage. Quest Mage seems like it's a natural fit for this, even though they don't typically look for minions. But there are a lot of cheap fire spells that the mage can use to trigger this or unfreeze it. Shaman may also be able to run it, but I think we'll mostly just see this in Mage, if it even makes it through the cut. The Popsy Cooler is an epic 3-mana three 3-3 three, three mech with Death Rattle Freeze 2 random enemy minions. That's more support for the Frost varieties of Shaman and Mage, but I'm not sure that it makes the cut because of so many other great cards. And thanks, Popsy Cooler, for making me remember that I needed to be drinking my water. Lakalar the Ice Lord is a legendary 10-mana 8-8 eight, eight elemental with Rush and Wind Fury, and it costs 5 less if you have 15 health or less. Just getting him down to 5 mana seems pretty easy to get to. And it has that immediacy effect by having both Rush and Wind Fury. You're reacting with this more so just because it does have uh, Wind Fury. And we've seen how devastating Wind Fury can be. A lot of decks will try to find ways to make this work. Probably see it in Quest Warlock. And I'm hopeful that they'll pick up on the competitive side, but I feel like he might be a little bit more of a casual player card. Grim Totem Bounty Hunter is an epic 3-mana 4-2 with battle cry, destroy an enemy legendary minion. There are some pretty great legendary minions out there, so a lot of targets for this. 
So it might just sit around in people's decks as that one-off tech card to get rid of something extremely valuable to your opponent. But it feels more like a tech card that will be good or bad based on the meta. Spammy Arcanist is an epic 5-mana 3-4 with a battle cry deal 1 damage to all other minions. If any die, repeat this. I think its problem is the 5-mana is a little bit slow for this effect. It's harder to set up to be a better defile. And the mana for the stats is not all that great either. So I think this one just gets put on the shelf. Um, maybe if we see a return of 1 cost, or rather 1 health uh, minions, I think this just ends up as a... T uh, tech card in case we do get to see a lot more one health minions like we have uh, in paladin druid or hunter but i bet there's some kind of crazy reward for how many times you can get that to trigger in a game or on a turn ivis the forest lord is a legendary one mana one one uh, with a battle cry spend the rest of your mana and gain plus two plus two rush divine shield or taunt at random for each and I believe that's for each mana crystal that you spent that on this effect. It sounds like more of a meme and achievement thing where you see if you, how big you can get him or have all of the keywords that, that are possible on it. I don't think it'll be seriously used in any meaningful way. Unless, of course, you see the memers as a meaningful way. The Abominable Lieutenant is an epic 8-mana 3-5 at the end of your turn, eat a random enemy minion and gain its stats. Again, maybe more on the memes so that we could dream it. 3-5 is terrible stats for the 8 mana, so it really depends on you eating a couple of minions to gain those effects quickly. You are guaranteed to get one of them off. And I think that the animation is going to look really good. This might be worth spending the uh, dust on a golden copy. We all saw how popular Mutinous was, and this does it on the living board, so... I don't expect it to see a ton of play at that cost because even destroying a minion for eight mana is a little bit hefty. And I'm kind of looking at Clark Hellscream to be the one that innovates on this guy. Knight Captain is a common five mana three three with a battle cry deal three damage. An honorable kill gain plus three plus three. This one I think is a little bit of a sleeper. Like if you can get the honorable kill off of the three damage from the battle cry, things can really spike out of control. But the honorable kill is going to be a little bit more difficult once you have uh, over five attack. You can always hold it back as a tech card if you need it. But I'm iffy on this one. Because even if it only triggers once, that's still a five mana six six, which is better than average, but not super great. The gnome private is a common one mana one three with honorable kill gain plus two attack. Seems pretty straightforward and should be able to get herself activated on the early curve. One man is also probably going to be the easiest way to get the honorable kill, so at least the first one should go well for our private here. Vandar Stormpike is a legendary 4-mana four 4-4 four, four with a battle cry. If this costs less than every minion in your deck, reduce their cost by 3. I know people have already been playing around with this card because it's one that you got for free. He's definitely the kind of minion that you would want to build a deck around, but then as a legendary, you're not going to be certain to get it and all the big minions and spells that you've been saving up so that he will work uh, are just going to slow you down from building any presence on the board. Drek'thar is a legendary 4-mana four 4-4 four, four with the battle cry. If this costs more than every minion in your deck, summon two of them. And I'm guessing the them in this case are, the, are two of the minions that this costs more than. Personally, I think this is the better of the two because you can place it in aggro decks. 
which are all going to be pretty cheap. And two of them just improves your board state. People will play him because he's free, but I don't think there's enough power here for a highly competitive formats. So that does it for me. Let me know where I went wrong and what I should have paid closer attention to. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Guy Grumpy and at The Happy HS. Once again, I want to thank my patrons, and I hope that you have a great time with the new expansion. You have been listening to the Happy Hearthstone Fractured in Alterac Valley set reviews. I appreciate everyone who's been listening and enjoying the show, sharing with friends, and talking to me about it on my Twitter and, and Discord servers. And feel free to leave some comments on thehappyhearthstone.com as to what I missed what I, and what I hit right. I look forward to winning back your trust with the faster releases of the Happy Hearthstone. If you would like to support the show financially, you can at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. You'll get one day earlier access to any podcasts that go up and the unedited forms. Or maybe I should say lightly edited. Regardless, I hope you're as excited about this set as I am and we'll see you on ladder. Much love, everyone. <laughs>